You're listening to Immaculate Conception Podcasts, recorded every Sunday at the 11 o'clock Mass at our new church located at 411 Palma Road in Columbia, Illinois. For more information about Immaculate Conception, please go to www.icc-columbia-il.us. Our pastor is Father Carl Shear. And now, enjoy the podcast. Recently, I learned of the death of Father Joel Menker, who was a member of the Oblates of Mary Immaculate and on the faculty of St. Henry's Seminary in Belleville during my freshman year there back in 1961-62. He was also the choir director. And in the first week that I was at St. Henry's, he placed a list of names of freshmen on the bulletin board who were to report to the chapel for the very first choir practice of that year. Now, St. Henry's, they usually just called you by your last name. Everybody was Mr., Mr. Shear, or Mr. Kiss, whatever it might be. And it happened that that freshman year, my cousin, Nick Shear, was also at St. Henry's. And so the names went up, and there was the name Shear. Well, I was new in the seminary. I wanted to be very obedient, and so I didn't know which one he meant. So I showed up for choir practice that night. And so the group of us sang one song. And after that, Father Maker came over to me and said, you can leave. (laughs) So I readily left and hurriedly left the chapel and went to the gymnasium where I felt much more comfortable. (laughs) A widow in the Mediterranean culture was sort of like me at a choir practice at the bottom rung. In that male-dominated culture, a woman without a husband was condemned to social and financial poverty. She had no rights, no income, no advocates. That's why we read in the book of the Acts of the Apostles that the early church appointed seven deacons to make sure that the needs of the widows and of the other poor were not being neglected by the Christian community. That was the beginning of the church's concern for social justice our advocacy for the poorest and most neglected members of the human family. As individuals and as a parish community and as a universal church, we are called to be persistent and consistent in our advocacy for those who are neglected, rejected, or dejected. Like Aaron and her in today's first reading who supported the uplifted hands of Moses when he drew tired so that the battle might be won, so too we must support and lift up those who are brought down by the unjust structures of our society and lift up those who oftentimes need our help, our support, and our encouragement, just as Moses needed the help of his friends. There is really no more important work for us to do than to help and support one another especially the least of our sisters and brothers. And there is no more important prayer that we can utter than our prayer for each other. Several years ago, and I think I've probably told this story before, but in my hometown of Shawneetown, which is a very small town down in Gallatin County, 150 miles southeast of here, 
I went to our, my home parish of St. Mary's to attend a funeral of someone that's a lifelong member of the parish that I knew wanted to be there for the funeral. And so after the funeral, when they were having the luncheon in the parish basement, there was a gentleman there who had come from a large urban area up north. And he had never been to the small little town of Shinytown before. And so he said to one lady that he was standing next to, he said to her, and she was a lifelong resident of Shinytown, he said, what in the world do you people in this small town do all day? And without hesitation, she replied, we take care of each other. That's what we are about as church, in our church community, in our country, and in the family of humanity. That is what God calls us to do, to take care of one another. And the good news is, as the Lord has promised us, when we take care of one another, God will take care of us. For no one of us is so strong or independent that we don't need the support and encouragement of others. This, I think, is one of the dangers of our culture that places us emphasis and value upon individuality and independence. We can begin to think that we can do it all by ourselves. There's nothing further from the truth. No one of us can be a church by ourselves. We need the time, the talent, the treasure, and the prayers of everyone. And so let us seek to be persistent and consistent in taking care of one another and in praying for one another, especially the least of our sisters and brothers. Moses needed Aaron and her. The widow that we read about in today's gospel parable needed the help of the judge. And even Jesus needed the help of the 12 apostles and the 72 disciples. Let us strive to be a church where everybody is somebody and where nobody is a nobody so that everybody can come to believe that God is good all the time. All the time.